What's going on, Military Cash Flow family? It's been a while since we talked. Coming back at you with another video. The video I made, uh, the My Special Forces Journey and why I left the military after 10 years, I was getting a little bit of traction. And I see a lot of comments in here, people sharing this very similar story. And my buddy here, Odd Alley, says he likes more stories like this just to kind of get a little insight on what we're thinking as we're going through this process. So today, I'm going to share with you what it looks like now after the military. So what is my journey after Special Forces and how am I actually transitioning into civilian world, if you will? And you might be surprised with some of the thoughts that are going through my head, or maybe not. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the video. Hey, how's it going? This is Dan Wynn and Mike Glassby. And this is the Military Cash Flow Podcast, where we teach service members how to build wealth and create passive cash flow through real estate. We cover real deals, real numbers, and real lessons learned from other successful investors. Now, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening on the podcast, we need you to like, share, and subscribe. Now, let's get started creating this military cash flow. All right, guys. So there's no real structure uh, to this video here. It's just a conversation. <laughs> just a conversation between me and you um, to give you a little insight. So, you know, when I left the military, I did feel very, I felt good. I felt like it was something that I, I was ready to put behind me, you know, and for all the reasons that I explained in that video. And if you guys haven't seen that video, uh, we'll put it up here in the corner so you guys can uh, click on it and watch it. Um, but, you know, uh, you know, when you feel good kind of leaving that behind you because you feel like there's more for you out there. And then you go out there. Now, for me, for those who don't know, this business was up and running. You know, my businesses were up and running prior to me ever leaving. So it wasn't really a concern of uh, where's the money coming from. Plus, uh, for those who don't know, I'm also 100% military service disabled. And we are going to put that video up in um, the corner as well essentially about that disability process. If anybody's going through that as well, so I can kind of walk you through my journey up and see where you guys can get some value. So money wasn't really a concern. It was more about all the ambitions I had, all the things I wanted to do in life, um, everything I wanted to be when I grew up. And you know, it was so funny, man. I exited January of 2020. And then what the hell happened in March or April of 2020? COVID. COVID slapped us right away, right? It might've even been February of 2020. I don't even remember, but COVID came in I kind of threw in a wrench for things. Now, I, again, I wasn't concerned at the time. I was like, ah, you know, I have a paycheck coming in with disability. I figured the business would still thrive, no issues. And then lo and behold, you know, a couple months later, I realized that, you know, money was coming in, but I wasn't feeling fulfilled by any of it anymore. The whole idea of me selling real estate or, uh, you know, really trying to pursue these big goals for things, just the, the excitement wasn't there anymore. And I was trying to figure out like, damn, I mean, that's how I felt about the military after 10 years. Why the hell is this happening to me now after like four years of playing, but only a few months after doing it full time, like something wasn't right. Well, um, I made a move uh, to Charlotte, North Carolina at the end of 2020 to, you know, to, to surround myself by more opportunity, bigger opportunity, right? It's, it's kind of like that, that concept of being reborn, you know, like you go out there and you're like, um, I want to try a new challenge. I want to be around different people. I want to feel excited again about doing stuff. Hell, I want to play um, adult flag football, intramural leagues all these types of things. Right. So, and, and I wanted to separate for some of the things that was kind of draining me. So I moved just up and moved right. Um, in October of 2020 and luckily hindsight being 2020, luckily my business partner and a really good friend of mine, Shelby, um, she was like, Hey, if you're moving out there, I'm moving out there too. Now in the back of my mind, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be completely honest. When she said it at first, I was like, 
I was, I was upset, right? I was like, damn, I wanted to get away and start over. I don't want to feel tied down. But luckily she said that she was going to move with me. And I'll get back to that uh, towards the end of the story, why that was so important. But, uh, you know, so I get down, I'm like, okay, all right, let's just, let's just look at this a different way. The company is up and running already in Fayetteville. So let's just consider Charlotte more of an expansion. Okay. I'll, I'll try to step out of the production role where I'm actively in this stuff and I'll just move pure management and we'll kind of go from there. So we get to, uh, well, I get to Charlotte. I've now have, it's October. So I got whatever, three months because she's planning on coming in January. Grinding, I'm grinding, I'm grinding, trying to build it up. And you know, I, I'm able to pull over two or three team members, um, by the time she gets over here, we've got a nice little network of vendors. We're starting to sell some houses. Cool. Well, that goes on. That continue, That trend kind of continues on through 2021 and things are still looking good. But for some reason, I still don't have that passion. I'm trying I'm, and I'm, I'm missing it because in the military, you know how it is. If you have a good core group of guys in the military that you really, that you really bond with and vibe with, it's almost like a unspoken brotherhood in a way, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that you got to go out every weekend with them, but it's almost like an unspoken, like, you get me, man. You understand. You understand why I'm not feeling this type of way after this trip. Or you understand why this is kind of getting frustrating because you're, you're living this life with me. In the civilian world, I didn't find that with anybody. In my mind, I was saying, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what I've been through. Like, it's hard to connect with you because you're complaining about being cold uh, on a day where you got a jacket and you don't even have to go outside. Right. It's different when you're in the military, like, yo, we cold because we got to be outside. Like it's part of the assignment or whatever the case is. So, uh, you know, I was still struggling in, in 2021 and many things happened. I met my now girlfriend in 2021. You know, I started a couple of different business ventures, some failed, some whatever. And I really started to come to a crux was like, I'm trying a little bit of everything to include having a legitimate relationship now that I'm, I'm happy with her as a person, but I'm still not happy with myself. You know what I mean? And then it kind of all came to a head, man. It, it really did. So towards the end of 2021, I was now thriving in, in multiple different places on paper. People would look at me and be like, damn, all these businesses are coming up. You're making more money. You ventured into this. Um, you have whatever many streams of revenue. You're living the life, my man. And all of that was good on the outside, but on the inside, I was just tore up. You know, we're going to have somebody on coming on to our podcast as well about mental health, but I'm, I'm always an advocate for it. And you, you're going to hear in many of these videos, I push for it. Like if you ever need some help, you got to go out there and you got to seek it because I thought in my mind that I was completely alone. This is what I was thinking. All the people right now that are making money and being successful, they're living the best lives that they can ever live, right? If they're making money right now, they're happy. I'm making money, but I'm not happy, right? That's what I was thinking. So it's like, okay, they wouldn't understand me. I can't go to somebody who's making money and so-called in my uh, business position but they would understand where I'm coming from because they don't, they don't know what I've been through. Right. And on the other hand, it's like, all right, well, this person has hunger, passion, everything else, but their business hasn't grown to this. Right. So they wouldn't understand where I'm coming from, which was by the way, completely 100% wrong. It was all completely 100% wrong. Again, hindsight being 2020. So boom, I hit this all time low. And I mean, I'm in a really bad position. I start cutting down from doing stuff. And you guys may have seen that uh, 
depending on when this video comes out, you may have seen it fairly recently within the past year or so. I started cutting stuff out of my life, you know, just saying, all right, no, I'm not doing that no more. Nope, I'm not doing that no more. Nope, I'm not doing that no more. And it ended up coming to a point where I backed out of so many different things that I had that again, I felt lost. I was like, yo, I, that was my identity for a minute. You know what I mean? Everything that I'm doing, everything I'm part of is my identity. Why? Because the military used to be my identity and now it's not. This is now my identity and now it's not. I'm lost, right? So, uh, you know, as we're going through there, it's like I mentioned, I hit a low. Luckily, this is where it goes back, where I said it was really important. Not only did I have my girlfriend, but I had Shelby there to really show me that there was people in my life that truly supported me. I guarantee you guys, well, let me not say guarantee because I really don't know your background, your life story, but there's more than likely somebody out there that has your back, regardless if you feel it or not, right? Because I didn't feel it. I didn't even see it. It was right in front of me. You know what I mean? And so uh, a lot of times you might be going through something and be like, yo, nobody gets me. Nobody feels me. Nobody understands this. But there's probably somebody out there that cares enough to be there for you, regardless if they understand where you're coming from or not, they're going to be there to kind of catch you. Right. And so, again, luckily for me, they were in my corner to be able to support me in that time. So it took me it took me a while. It took me a few months. I was going to therapy, had them covering down for me, essentially in the business, at home, you know, for my girlfriend, and all that good stuff and allowed me to kind of just reevaluate my situation get into a better mindset, allow me to identify with who the hell I am, right? Over this, this small amount of time, I'm now kind of redefining what I want to be when I grow up. It's a never ending story. So I got some opportunities to, um, to meet with folks, to, to have genuine conversation with people, to see where people thought that I can genuinely add value just in life and their life and others' lives without putting on my own rose colored glasses, right? Because if you ask me, I was like, well, uh, I can help people invest in real estate. Uh, I can help people, you know, pass a PT test. I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter. But that's what that was me in the rose colored glasses because that's what I believed of myself. That's all I was good for. But as I started talking to more people, they're like, nah, man, this is valuable. Nah, this is good. I, when you do this, everybody, you know, so forth and so on. And allow me to sit back and realize, okay, some of the things that I'm chasing in life, whether it's a, a pedigree, a position, a title, whatever, that's just, that's just for clout and ego, right? That's just me saying, Hey, I'm going out there to get this because I feel, I feel like that's what's needed. Instead of me genuinely asking other people, what do you see? I provide most value at when I was able to step back and realize that the consensus was that I provide a ton of value through educating. Doesn't necessarily matter what the topic is, it's through educating. Then I was like, okay, well, hey, what if I just use that? I genuinely enjoy when I can express a topic um, that's beneficial to somebody and it clicks and all of a sudden that now has an impact on somebody's life. I genuinely love it because think about the exponential impact that you have, right? If I can help a veteran um, who doesn't know the process, go out and get 80% or 100% disability, that could be anywhere from 18, 1900 up to $3,500 a month for the rest of their life. Think about the impact on that on their family, on their kids, on their grandkids. So that's huge to me. So when I was able to figure out kind of what my, let's call it strength was, and that I genuinely find a satisfaction in that, well, now I was able to restructure my whole idea, who the hell I am. What is it that I'm going to do to generate active money? So all, during those couple of months, I wasn't producing anything. I, I mean, I was not bringing in any active income. All I had was my rental properties and all I had was my disability. And I kind of redefined myself to where I'm at now, which is the, the consulting, the coaching and the education in, in that manner, um, which is great because now it's not dealing with like sales leads, like trying to bring on more clients, right? It's the clients are there. They come to me when they're ready. 
and boom, we can start the process from there. We can track their progression. Everybody feels good at the end. And it's a much more calm and peaceful approach uh, to everything else. In addition to that, you know, exercise has been huge now. If you guys don't know, we're doing a half Ironman um, in October of 2022. That's when this is coming, you know, for, for those who may be watching this after the fact. But in October 2022, we're doing a half Ironman. This is the first uh, race of this distance I've done. Right. I've done marathons before, half marathons, and I've done sprint triathlons, but but never a full half Ironman. But the discipline behind that brings me all the way back to the military. You know what I mean? Brings me just a flashback. The fact that, you know, uh, um, in the military, we used to do long ruck marches, long runs, whatever, three day hikes and campouts, you know, just all that stuff, you know, allowed us to kind of push ourselves physically and mentally. And I didn't realize that I was missing that in my life. Uh, like I'm sure all of us think back to the military, like, oh man, there's something we miss. Like there's something about the military that we miss. And I wasn't sure what it was for me, but I was feeling that. And I still feel that now, but I realized a lot of it had to do with the physical. So doing the Ironmans uh, and, and all the training leading up to it is allowing me to go back into that mode, right? Uh, get into that mental space where, hey, it's okay. It's going to suck, but we're here for a few hours, right? That mental fortitude in a sense has helped me get through life. It is. It really is. So all the times where I feel like, damn, life sucks. Life is ah, so hard. Kind of going back through that mental fortification process is like, yo, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. We're kind of just taking our time. You know what I'm saying? We're running through it. Breathe. Just focus on being present, which is huge, right? Actually absorbing the trees and stuff. And when I run, I don't run with music, right? And I know that may sound kind of weird. Some people are like, yo, that's you. You a psycho. <laughs> like if you don't run with music. But for me, that's it's kind of like meditation. I get to absorb the surroundings and ideally it's better in trails, but hey, sometimes I run in the city. It's a lot of sounds and smells. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to be present for all of it, but um, it does allow me to be a little bit more present and still get that satisfaction. It helps with my mental mood just overall, right? And I say mental mood because anything can mess with my mood a little bit. Like if I'm hangry, bro, that's the thing, right? But a lot of times my mood is affected by just the way I'm thinking in the moment. And so doing that exercise also helped me kind of change my mental mood as well. So it's been a, it's been a crazy process, but now I'm, I'm on the other side. I'm on the upside of all of that. You know, some people think, you know, you leave the military, it's the best time ever. What I'm starting to find out is now the more people that I'm sharing this with, they're saying, yo, the transition for me was very similar. Maybe I wasn't happy in the military. Maybe I had the best time of my life in the military, but when you get into that transition, things change, you lose your identity, things don't feel right. You're not quite fitting in with the civilians in your life or even your family, because this is the real first time that you're spending a lot of time with your family. So I'm realizing that a lot more people have gone through this as well. And now that I'm finding myself kind of on the, the other side of the mountain, if you will, I'm finding ways to kind of just help me get through it day by day and better just my whole overall mindset and the transition. And so I'll share with you just a few of them. I talked about the physical fitness, right? That's huge because again, it just puts you in a better mood, gives you a different level of energy. The other part is working on my communication skills. So I've mentioned in a couple videos here, um, on my other channel too, Michael Glassby, the CRE made easy. I talk about communication there a lot as well, but it's because I hired a communication coach, right? It sounds weird, but I hired a communication coach and his whole role in my life is essentially say like, Hey, look, whatever you say is whatever you say, but be mindful 
about how you say things and the words that you choose, because this is how people are going to perceive it. In addition to that, be aware of the person's body language and how they're responding. It can tell you if you're losing them, if you're gaining traction or you're losing traction, it can be very you know, beneficial there just on how you evaluate the conversation. So by me taking this, yeah, okay, great. It's going to help in the business world for sure, for sure. Clients, whatever the case may be. But think about the impact on our personal lives, right? Like I mentioned, I got my, you know, my longtime girlfriend now with long-term, you know, we've been together for quite some time now. Um, being able to communicate with her is extremely important for those who are married out there. Think about the headaches and by all means, some of you've been married for much longer than I've been in a relationship. Whoo, we're going to get there. We're going to get there, right? But you guys know how difficult it can be to communicate with somebody, even if you've been with them for five years, 10 years, 15 years, sometimes it can be hard to communicate. So just think about having that ability to communicate with people that's important to you in your life, family members, significant others, clients, and being able to get rid of a lot of the arguments, a lot of the tension, right? Come to an understanding much quicker. Ooh, think about the power of that, right? And I'm feeling it now. So between the communication and the fitness, I'm, I'm found myself really on the upper side of the coin. And then for finances, because I know financing is, is a huge stressor in life. Let there not be a facade here. I'm not mega wealthy by any means, guys, <laughs> by any means. I got a couple of businesses that are doing well. I got several rentals that are doing well, but it's not like all of those companies are just coming straight to my pocket. Most of the companies that are running are sustaining themselves right? Uh, like the money comes in, it goes back to the company. So I'm not mega wealthy by any means, but the whole concept behind uh, more money, more problems is a serious thing. You have more people chasing to sue you. You got more people trying to win over you as a client and then screw you. You've got more bills to pay, more bill collectors. There's a lot involved there. So there's a lot of stress revolved around money in general. And so when it comes to money, having a very disciplined structure, let's call it like a budget, if you will, and how you operate and use your money is another critical factor. I've been doing it for a while, but like I mentioned, during that little slump I had, I lost everything. You know what I mean? So I've been doing it for a while, but coming back to that discipline is huge in allowing me to kind of get control over the finance. Now the mental with physical fitness, right? And the ability to kind of bring in more love and support through communication. Now here's my overall. So those are like the three things that I personally did, but here's my overall number one tip is we're not always going to be motivated. So we have to be disciplined. But let me ask you guys a question. Do you think you would be more disciplined by essentially putting it in your calendar? Or do you think you would be more disciplined if you hired a coach to keep you accountable? Think about that. For me, I had to hire the coaches. I hired a communications coach, right? I hired a personal trainer for the fitness stuff. You see what I'm saying? And you got to keep that stuff in mind as you're kind of going through it. But now that I'm on the upper end of it, man, I'm excited about, you know, more things in life. I'm excited about new races in life. I found the thing that I was missing about the military. And to be quite honest, I'm even considering going back into the National Guard and SF, right? I'm considering it. Not saying I did it yet, but if I can go back in with a clear mindset and understand that it's not about the money for me, it's more about the experience this time around, right? And understanding that the guard has a little bit more flexibility, I might be able to get the best of both worlds. Who knows? Now, I have to go through this entire journey of figuring out, can I even get back in since I'm 100% disabled? If I do get back in, can I keep my disability pay and limit my active uh, requirements, if you will, like physical requirements? There's a whole bunch of questions 
lessons there that I'm going to unpack as I'm going through this little journey. And I'll be sure to share with you guys too, so we can keep this kind of thing going on. So this is just a video to share with you the journey after military. This is only a short part. This is within a, a few years after I left. But again, after talking to so many veterans and people who went through something similar or spouses of veterans who went through something similar, I just think it's important to kind of put it out there to let you guys know you're not alone. Um, if you are feeling the same things that I felt, there is another side to it, right? So don't give up. Continue to push and try to find whatever works for you to get to that other side. And understand this is just a small portion of your journey, a small segment of your life that, you know, readjusting. We all got to readjust. Small section of your life, and it does not define who you are. All right. So uh, it was a little bit more of a, again, just a conversation, a little more personal insight into me and my mindset. But hey, it is what it is. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this video. If you did, or if you want to discuss something further, put it in the comments, man. I love, I love interacting with you guys. Yeah, man, just talking. You know what I mean? Just talking is, is fun sometimes. All right. Well, hopefully you enjoyed the video. I'm going to let you guys get to it. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.